Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to House of Horns. I'm Fernando Ramirez. That's Gilbert Manzano. Clearly, Gilbert is at uh, SoFi Stadium where he got to witness a man put the team on his back. He said, uh-uh, brother, you Raider fans ain't going to get out of here with this win. Whose house? Baker Mayfield's house. He said, I've been eating my vitamins and saying my prayers, brother. He put the team on his back 98 yards and goes and scores the game-winning touchdown. Oh my God! How did it, that's that's Hollywood? It's amazing, Gilbert. What was it like to be there to watch Baker Mania run wild on you, brother? Yeah, Fernando. You know that that, that um the viral meme with with uh, Vince McMahon saying he was special. That like that that day, I feel like one day I'm gonna tell my kids I was at SoFi Stadium for a Baker Mayfield comeback victory that came out of nowhere. But Fernando, I love the energy because I still I'm not really sure what I saw. I can't really process it. I thought this game was over. It was 16 to three late in the fourth quarter, and then that fourth down that where Cam Aker just stretches for one yard. It was fourth and one from the two yard line, and then the next play touchdown. And then you need a stop from from Bobby Wagner and Jalen Ramsey. They get it. And then you need a 98 yard drive for a game winning touchdown. They get well. They got it. But before that, they also got some help from a familiar name, Jerry Tiller, on sportsmanlike conduct, on the penalty to ignite it. And then the, after that was a Baker magic. And to do it, guys, he just met like a Ben Skoranek or Tutu Atwell. And Baker Mayfield corrected me, Fernando. He already knew Van Jefferson. Uh, Baker tried to recruit Van Jefferson to Oklahoma in college. He didn't go that way. He went to Florida. So Baker said he returned the favor today. He owed me one game when he touched down. Ten seconds left. Uh, I don't know how the Rams pulled it out, but I guess I just explained it, right? You know what? I made a mistake. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retract. I'm gonna say, what you're gonna do, brother, when uh, when Baker Mania runs wild on your deadline? Because that's exactly what he did. Uh, no, and and it's crazy because uh, you you really look at um, at what Baker did, and it's not just Baker. The defense really clamped down. I mean, I have it right here, and I know people are gonna be like, oh my god. Rams defense holds uh, uh, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams to 170 combined yards. Yes, folks, that is a lot of yards, but they did not get in the end zone the way they did against the Chargers last Sunday. They were able to stop. Devontae had three catches for 71 yards, and most of his catches came in the first quarter. And so that's really good clamping down by the Rams defense. And you see exactly how they were able to set themselves up. And uh, and it's just, it was a good design by the Rams defense. They were able to do their thing. I think uh, I think Josh Jacobs had 26 rushes for 99 yards and one touchdown. So really, that's just a good job by the by the defense. And uh, they kind of, they clapped down. I mean, obviously right now, everybody's hyped on Baker Mayfield. But Gilbert, I know you weren't watching the Amazon Prime uh, version. They interviewed uh, Baker Mayfield. He said he he uh, before he even got waived, he had already scheduled a flight to Los Angeles uh, because he thought that's where he was going to end up. Wow! And uh, he asked uh, he asked Richard Sherman. He's like, "Hey, what time is it right now?" And then he's like, "Oh, it's eight fifteen. He's like, "Okay, see, I, I arrived at uh, seven fifteen on Tuesday, so uh, so I've been here for only a little bit." The fans, Gilbert, were chanting Baker, Baker. So it was just, it was crazy. The atmosphere, I'm sure, for you was uh, amazing because at one point, uh, 
uh, Al Michaels did make fun of the fans because they're like, there's an announcer here going, whose house? <laughs> the Raider fans are chanting back, Raiders house. So he, he called it an Airbnb for the Raiders. But, hey, the Rams and the Rams fans get the last laugh because, wow, what a what uh, what a comeback. And, and really, um, I, you kind of have to feel happy for Baker Mayfield, especially with uh, with the way um, his season is. The last few years have kind of gone for him. Yeah, Fran, let me show this comment here from uh, Daniel Calderon. We actually have a decent backup quarterback. So maybe Stafford and Baker Mayfield are now a duel. Uh, but going back to your, your comments about – I let did me, not know. Let me, let me make a quarterback controversy right there. Boom! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Baker actually said that uh, Matthew Stafford has been really helpful throughout the whole week. So there you go. Awesome. A good team effort there. I mean the last and two days. <laughs> the last two days, whatever it is, Fernando. And I'm glad you brought that up, the whole Amazon Prime interview, because whatever it's called, Prime Video – Thursday Night Football, I don't know what it's called. But uh, Fernando, because I remember I was seeing Richard Sherman on his podcast saying, like, why would they, why would they take a chance on Baker Mayfield? So it was, I'm guessing it was a little awkward that he probably saw that knowing Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These guys see everything. But then that's that's crazy. Like, he probably checked the, the waiver wire and saw the Rams were number four. Like, I'm going there. They need a quarterback. And it worked out. But it, I think when we talked to Baker Mayfield for the first time, he met the media for the first time today, Fernando. He was a little emotional. He's like, man, things will work out for a reason. He, like, he even was honest. Like, yeah, I've had some highs, some lows in my career. I'm just going to enjoy this one because it was a, a crazy week to be a, a third stringer with the Panthers. Like I mentioned, practice squad, nose tackle, headbutting people in practice. He did it today with Robert yeah, Rochelle for the Rams. So he was just having fun. And I think that's what, that's what the Baker needed. That's what the Rams needed because they were on a six-game losing streak. Bobby Wagner was fired up. And, you, and I'm glad you gave him credit because – it was Rocky. By the way, I got a little one-on-one with Jalen Ramsey in the locker room. He was going to walk out. And I stopped him, and I said, hey, do you have time? And the first question I had, I said, Jalen, little Rocky there with Devontae Adams, he looked at me like, what are you talking about? He only had four catches, so-and-so. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, I gave up that, that big play in the first drive for 32 yards. But after that, what did he do? So I can't wait to write about that uh, with Dev- Devontae Adams. He said that he called out he, – he told the coaches, I want to guard Devontae Adams. Uh, so a little subplot there. That got kind of lost there, but that's because the defense quieted this trio of Derek Carr. That's all I heard, Fernando. Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, and they were doing their thing. What, what, what? what, what, what. But then they kept holding the field goals. Daniel Carson field goal here, a field goal there, and it's 16-3. And, and, Fernando, I'm looking at the scoreboard and the time. I'm thinking, when's the last time Sean McVay got held to three points in a game? So I started yeah. doing some digging, and then my colleague, Kevin Modesti, was like, remember the Super Bowl? Patriots, Rams, 13-3. and three. That was the last time he was held to three points. And then out of nowhere, I think I jinxed it because I was doing the research there. They explode in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I was writing my story for like, Baker Mayfield comes out quickly, shiny, a dart to Van Jefferson, 2-2 Atwell, Ben Scarron. Like, keep in mind, this is not Cooper Cup or Allen Robinson. That's how wild this game was. But I think at one point, Sean McVay said he planned – for Baker to come in in the second or third drive. I don't know about all that. I think you saw John Wolfer struggle. They were down 10 to zero effort at that point. What else do you have to lose? And it just kind of like, I was pretty bored Fernando, from the second to <laughs> third quarter. I'm like, what are we watching here? Let's get it over with. And then I'm just happy that I was part of that. Even though I don't really know what I just saw, but it was fun. And I'm sure Rams fans enjoyed that. Gilbert Cooper cup. Is he a, is have they said if he's gonna miss the rest of the season or is there is there uh, maybe he might come back? I don't know, but say they start That'd winning some games, start winning some games, and you're if they would have lost Fernando, they would have been 
mathematically mm-hmm. eliminated from postseason contention. And that was going to be my big lead to like, they won the Super Bowl last year, seven game losing streak. They're out of the postseason picture. No, 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 Baker Magic. Uh, so it, it was a pretty wild game. And I'm still surprised I saw that. There was a lot of Raider fans here at SoFi Stadium. So I'm sure they were hurting. But, uh, and I'm sure for your uh, listeners at What's Up Boats, I'm sure they enjoyed that with the Rams. Oh, no. And I saw a lot of people tweeting out, but, uh, but it, it was, like I said, it was a good game. The defense really deserves a lot of credit for this game. Uh, I, I put Derek Carr on there. Uh, my bad. I meant to put uh, the defense. Uh, Derek Carr, 11 for 20, 137, two interceptions. He had a, an average of 6.9 yards per throw. That is, I mean, he was literally checking it down to Josh Jacobs, Amir Abdullah, and it was just not working. The Rams were really covering. They were getting, uh, they were really coming down. Bobby Wagner, 14 tackles. Mm. Um, so you could tell he was all over the place. Um, but Gilbert, you had, uh, and now I'm jumping back over to the offense. You had mentioned two, two out. Well, Van Jefferson, both guys, uh, Van Jefferson, two for 44, one touchdown, two, two out. Well, five for 50. And then Ben Skoranek, seven for 89. That last catch that he had, that was a thing of beauty. He, he literally fished that thing out and was able to come down with it. And you just see the Ram sideline hyped. Um, so it, it was a good, uh, it was a good game by both. Uh, well, the offense obviously in the fourth quarter, but the defense just kept it together, kept it together. They were able to hold it together and really keep the the Rams in the game until the end, where obviously the offense exploded and they were able to come down the field. But Baker Mayfield, twenty two for thirty five, two thirty one touchdown in his debut. Very, uh, very impressive. Yeah, quick shout out to Bobby Wagner, man. He keeps playing lights out, and during the losing season, this guy is always steady as ever. He doesn't care about the record. He's he, and got what 14 tackles, whatever it was for now. He was all over the yeah. field. And early on in that game, to just, just kind of hype up the defense a little more, they were getting just killed in the running game. That outside runs yeah. from Josh Jacobs. I think they had a, over 100, 100 yards rushing to end the – I mean, the first half. I don't know what they finished with, Fernando. That's how crazy this game 165. Is. So they did much better in the second half. And yep. so so they really stepped up there. But, yeah, like, who were these guys? Ben Skoranek and Baker Mayfield? Was that Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford in the Super Bowl? I, I, exactly. I, I couldn't tell the difference, man. But, you know, to come in to play with – like, part of it of getting Baker Mayfield was they wanted to develop their young guys. Like, they had a lot of young players and – are you going to do that with John Wolford and Bryce Perkins? How about with a guy who at least has a good ceiling or has shown you enough to be a good quarterback in the NFL? I'm not saying like a Pro Bowl or anything, but he's a good And he needs to develop still. Yeah, and then they all work together. And it's also a challenge, like a good, nice challenge for Sean McVay to say, hey, I'm reviving this guy's career. Let's make it work. And that's one thing that I felt early on. They did they, – they went to a strength. When every time I see Baker Mayfield do well in his career – He's playing out of the bootleg, play action, got a little mobile here, scrambling, and then set his feet. Like He's not a great off-platform kind of quarterback, but whenever it's nice and steady, and you know this offensive line can't really hold up for a long time, so he was dropping back pretty far back, and then when he turns around, there he goes to the middle, Van Jefferson, Vance Karani, Tutu Atwell, and these young guys are developing. These are – like, remember when this offense was like just terrible and you couldn't figure out who's exactly. going to make a play? They got playmakers, and these guys that were naming – I don't know, Fran. I know it's just one game, but for for you really felt hey. it, for the Rams to enjoy it because when I went there, I was running to the locker room. It's like oh, I'm out of breath. I got to make it to Sean McVay's presser. They were blasting music. They were having fun, so they, they had a good time. McVay had fun at the podium. All right, guys. Just like we drew it up, um, unbelievable job. I mean, you know, really just. 
just like <laughs> we drew it up. So he took a little page out of out of Tom Brady did uh did Sean McVay with that one, but uh, but Gilbert, I, I think this just proves that what they did in the second half was they really clamped down on everything. So that just that's what that's what I've been telling people that the good head coaches know when to make changes, know what to do in the second half, and that's exactly what Sean McVay showed you. They made adjustments, they were able to make some changes, and they came out in the second half and they played a lot better uh, football. And like I said, they were able to keep it close, not let the not let the Raiders go crazy on them. And they kept it uh, to within their margin, and they were able to go down, march down the field, and and uh, and get that game winner. But um, but I, I'm I'm sure it was just madness all around, especially when when uh, when Van Jefferson comes down with that touchdown. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe when he got he got that touchdown. You look at the clock, ten seconds. They're gonna win this game, and then you know with Derek Carr, first play throws an interception. Like at the, at that point, you have ten seconds. What can you do? So. Uh, from the Raiders' point of view, uh, it's part, pretty gut-wrenching for them because they were trying to make that last la- late-season push for the postseason. Could have been four games in a row, and they had that one. Uh, but they're going to be kicking themselves for, like, you know, I think that Derek Carr interception late in the first half in the end zone to oh, Ernest, yeah, Jones, Ernest Jones, they're about to score there. And that made all the difference in the world. You don't think about it till now. But uh, just being held to field goals, the field goals, and that. And then Derek Carr was making, throwing some dimes like, with – those Devonte Adam throws with Ramsey and coverage, like they were perfect throws. So, but that's kind of like the the Derek Carr experience, right? It's kind of like Baker Mayfield. You get some highs, and you get some lows, and sometimes the lows uh, come heavy and they come in waves. And you know, I'm not saying it was a bad game from Derek Carr, but they are, they're going to be kicking themselves for that one. And uh, and I haven't seen the post game uh, interviews from them, but I'm sure it's been uh, pretty somber for them. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> no, uh, Max Crosby. The only thing I saw was Max Crosby took uh, told Vic. Uh, tarf, uh, ta- uh, Tafer. From, Tafer from the athletic he just told them he's like did you feel like you were being held at the end of the game a lot of people were making and he said that's just football it happens I mean we're like he's like they could have said that we were holding them they said that uh, they could have said that we were holding them they could have said that we were fouling them it is what it is he's like we can't make excuses Um, so I mean that that and that's the thing is that it kind of feels like the the Rams kind of deflated the Raiders Um, no pun intended uh, the Raiders like season like it, it feels like the Raiders are really riding a high winning the last three and now they're down to eight losses and it just nine and eight I, I don't know if it's gonna do it nine and eight might be way too difficult um, especially because the Raiders I think they still play the Chiefs one more time and uh, and they still have they still have a tough um, a tough road to end it but uh, but it's gonna be interesting uh, to see that but Gilbert obviously we're uh, it's Christmas time. And for some reason, I mean, I know we call you the Grinch, but it seems like your heart has grown two sizes, and it's a normal heart. And you're going to be Hilberto Claus. Yes, uh, I have a, a nice breaking news. I'm we're doing a giveaway. Uh, our friends at Homage reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, there's a big Christmas game between Russell Wilson uh, and the Broncos against Baker Mayfield." Mr. Unlimited. I know you want to do that. It was it's Rams Broncos on Christmas Day at SoFi Stadium. Dangerous. And yeah, so a lot of good catchphrases. So, you know, it's Christmas Day and Nickelodeon is going to be uh, telecasting that game too. So SpongeBob and, and SquarePants and Patrick, there you go. I get it together. So our friends at Homage say, hey, Gilbert, uh, I know you got House of Horns, a Rams podcast. We got a lot of merchandise here. Broncos versus Rams with SpongeBob and Patrick. Can you find a family 
uh, during this holiday season so we can hook them up with T-shirts. And Fernando, you're showing the T-shirts here. Uh, I said, I think they said five. If you have a family of five, maybe you can, I don't. I might say, hey, you families are not that small nowadays. You need seven or eight. So. Um, Those are Mexican families you're talking about. Exactly. That's what that's what I'm accustomed to. But uh, <laughs> to kind of give the rules of the family bundle giveaway, Fernando, let me know if I missed something. It's very late here, but I wanted to announce it because they want they want us to pick a winner December 14th. That's already Wednesday, so it's coming up quick. So if you want to enter this contest here and win four or five shirts for your family with SpongeBob and Patrick and the Rams, like there's no, there's nothing else better, right? Uh, nope. Make sure you follow you subscribe to House of Horns on YouTube. Make sure you follow you know, homage on Instagram or Twitter or both, whatever. And then send me a picture, uh, like a like a family pic picture. Maybe you have a family uh, holiday, uh, Christmas gift card or whatever you do. Those, or maybe you're at a game. Something easy. It could be anything family related. Send me an email, Gilberto at compasonthebeat.com. And Fernando, you already have my email on there, uh, G I L B E R T O at compasonthebeat.com. So. Hopefully I said that properly. You want to run down through it again, Fernando? Go ahead. But I'm just excited to give away uh, some merchandise here. So you're telling me we can get the, the, uh, a certain person's going to get free stuff around Christmas just by sending you a family photo of the holidays, and they get a free SpongeBob SquarePants and Patrick Star T-shirts. Maybe I might say, "Hey, homage." You might want that hoodie too. I don't know, Fernando. But wow, me, us and homage, we have a good connection here with Compass on the Beat LLC. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm I'm all down for it. But again, guys, uh, what Gilbert said, subscribe to House of Horns on YouTube. Make sure you're following Homage on Twitter or Instagram and then use the family photo. Send it to Gilbert at Gilbert at Compas on the Beat. Gilberto, don't forget. At Gilberto, sorry. At Gilberto at Compas on the Beat dot com. Uh, and make sure, guys, enter. This is a great contest. I mean, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get some swag for free, and that's because uh Gilberto Claus is out here. Uh, handing them out so what better um what better things than this by the way dan and dago may not apply so dan and dago you cannot uh just because gilbert claus hilberto claus is giving it out you can't uh but everybody else go ahead send gilbert that uh awesome family photo that you guys have and obviously you'll be entered and uh the winner will be selected again on december 14th yes i think that's wednesday right fernando so it'll be yes, very sir. quick so if you're watching this post-game show, Rams, Raiders on House of Horn, you're already ahead of the game. So go ahead and do it. Send me that picture. Make sure you're subscribed and follow Homage on Instagram or Twitter. So get that head start, and then we'll do more kind of promos uh, throughout the whole week. It's going to be a crazy week, but I wanted to announce it today, even though my awesome. head is spinning after a Baker Mayfield comeback. But I appreciate doing that, Fernando. But I think I'm ready to hand out some game-winning beers or because or, it's been a lot of losing beers. Real quick. Go ahead. How much fun is that Monday <laughs> night game going to be? I'm not there, Fernando. Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield. I can hype it up right now. Uh, but just wanted to throw that. I knew you were going to be like, what? But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Next Monday night in the frozen tundra, I'll you're going to get Aaron freaking Rodgers against Baker Mayfield. Ooh, Gilbert's going to be there. Ten coats, ten sweatshirts. 12 hoodies he will have it all to 13 gloves to 14 pairs of pants and he will be uh he'll be me on, <laughs> on deadline during the game when he drives exactly but yeah like you said uh speaking of cold let's hand out some cold ones um i lost stone cold steve austin uh gilbert 
It's the good stuff today, Fernando. It's Mexican beer. No more losing beer. It's Modelo's. I'm giving out tall cans. I'm giving out three Ooh. tall cans today. Uh, one for Baker Mayfield. I'm, I know, I know he, he likes to chug beer. I, we know that already. Uh-huh. Baker Mayfield, Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek, have a cold what? one. You know what? Even Sean McVay, too, for calling a good game and putting what? on John Wolford. Maybe in Wolford, too. Why not? He, he, had, to be, he had to go through all that uh, and get pulled. So game-winning beers all around. Damn, Gilbert, Gilbert's giving you guys like t-shirts and stuff, and he's giving out free beers to like half of the damn Rams. Who's Fernando gonna choose? Oh, wait, guess what? Fernando's gonna choose the defense. Dun dun defense. I uh Bobby Wagner, Jalen Rams. I know Jalen Ramsey got um he got taken advantage of in the first quarter, but after that, they clamped down. Defense clamped down. Defense wins championships. We saw it last year from the Rams. We're seeing it again. You add Bobby Wagner. This is the kind of stuff that you're going to get. Bobby Wagner, you deserve a cold one in the cold uh, tub. And Jalen Ramsey, you do as well. You two are the leaders of this defense. It, uh, You can tell, and they were able to clamp down on both uh, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams the way I said that they needed to going into this game. So, Definitely, uh, definitely some good stuff. Alonso says, I need to get this shirt. Hey, uh, you already know what you need to do, brother. It's a SpongeBob effect, man. Everybody wants to see Baker Mayfield. They want to see SpongeBob, too. So I, I want to see the slime. The slime. There's going to be a lot of good slime uh, happening that uh, that game. But, guys, we appreciate you guys so much for checking out House of Horns. We thank Gilbert. It's a late night, but obviously he said, we need to do this. Let's jump on. We appreciate you guys so much. Don't forget to check out everything else that we have. We And I'm going to be quick with it. We have uh, we have uh, What's Up Bolts, where uh, Dan – oh, I spoke to Alan uh, Pupar from the All Dolphins publisher from SI. Great insight on, uh, on all things Dolphins. Uh, don't forget to check out Compass FC. The games are coming up Friday, Saturday. Who is going to make it to the semis? Who's more likely to make it, Ronaldo or Messi? That's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, great stuff coming up when it comes to the world of soccer. Regular Compass on the beat. Do not forget about that. Don't uh, Come down, sit down. Who are the best teams in the NFL? Who are Super Bowl contenders? Gilbert and I got you covered in all things, uh, but all that. And don't forget... Combat Compass will be doing some more stuff coming up soon, but we appreciate you guys so much. A lot of good stuff coming up in the world of Compass on the Beat Network. We appreciate you guys so much, but Gilbert needs to get home because if not, uh, he, he's a little grouchy on Fridays, and we don't want Gilbert to have a grouchy weekend. So, Gilbert, sabes que? Vámonos. Fernando, last week you got upset because I called you uh, the backup of John, like John Wolford. <laughs> today I'm going to call you Baker Mayfield because he technically was the backup today. How do you like that one today? Uh Baker Mayfield Mania is running wild on you. There you go. Uh, ya nos vamos, pues. Vámonos.